Hello everyone and welcome back to the Good Screen Podcast. My name is Russell. My name is Lauren. And, uh, well, this should be 50. Is it? Yeah, it's 50. Wow. Uh, I kind of want to say this is 49.5. I don't want this one to be our 50th episode. I don't want this to be our 50th episode. Why? It'll be episode 50. But you don't want it to be episode 50? Uh, But I don't want it to be episode... It'll be 49.5. What do you want episode 50 to be? Something a little more special. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, We are back with another episode of The Good Screen. We are watched some movies yep we enjoy other things yep and we are here to talk about that with you guys it is late i'm sleepy i just got home from work you're lively i had a good day at work that's awesome yeah and let's just get right into it lauren what have you been enjoying on the good screen i have been enjoying uh the second season of this anime slash light novel series, although I've never read any of the light novels, but the second season of it started coming out a while ago, but I wanted to wait for some episodes to pile up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Mushoku Tensei. It's an isekai of... It's like your pretty standard isekai story where like a 30-year-old Japanese man that was bullied for his whole life gets hit by a bus when he's trying to save a student from getting hit by the bus and he gets reincarnated into a new world but the one thing that I do really really like about this I really like the world building I really like the storytelling methods that they use and I really like it the the anime literally starts with him being born and like you see him growing up that isn't a that's a pretty common um for this kind of anime you know that right i don't care but you get to see every <laughs> single step with other ones it's like i was born and now you're we're gonna skip to when i'm like 20 yeah or whatever this is like the whole way there's a lot of really good world building i really like it the animation is fantastic it's like none of it looks like cheap okay it's really good our friend jj is also watching it he was on the podcast yeah, he was on the podcast a long time ago. We talked for like two hours, and I was really tired the whole time. I remember <laughs> nothing of that conversation except I was really tired. I had a good time when he came on. Yeah, me too. Okay, um, so you're watching that. Yeah, I'm watching that. I don't think I've been doing anything else, really. So much time has gone by since we recorded. Like, there's probably... I haven't watched more of Outlander, but now that I found out something that happens, I do want to watch more of oh, Outlander. Oh, yeah. Will told us something crazy. Will told us something crazy about Outlander, so I think I might keep watching Outlander when I need something to watch <laughs> while folding laundry. When you need some smut. I guess. I've been watching Pamu. Yeah? I like to watch her when I get home sometimes. I'll put on her most recent VOD. Okay. I'm still waiting for my Pamu figure, because then it'll be life-sized. Right. Who's Pamu for the audience? You might be confusing some people. She, Pamu Rainpuff is a VTuber on YouTube for the VTuber agency Niji Sanji, their English branch. Okay. I love her so much. What do you think about VTubers right now? Like, do you think that their, like, height is kind of over? I think there is a big market for it. You think it's oversaturated at this point? I think it's getting a little oversaturated. Even a little, I, just a little. Well, I think, 
Um, I think that it's a fun thing for someone to do like as a hobby, right? right? But yeah, maybe it's be fine to their, do their career everything. choice. Yeah. I don't know. I guess some people have done it. Yeah. A very limited few. Um, I think it's like the most recent iteration of like making it big as a YouTuber. Right. Now you make it big as a VTuber. That's now the next you're, thing. I can't believe that in a span of 10 years. Right. 10 years. Anime has gone from like dunk your head in the toilet in high school mm-hmm. to viable career option. Real, literally, you can be an anime girl as <laughs> you a career. You can be an anime girl. I can I, be an anime girl. I want to be an anime girl for my career. And Fuck kids. I think it's like, like when it started getting, I don't want to sound like I liked it before it was popular. I actually didn't like it before it was popular, you were, remember? You, a girl told you it was a stupid and you stopped it was, liking anime it. Anime was stupid in high school and I was like, I Do gotta you want to know the magic of my childhood? I didn't have any friends, so no one told me it was stupid. You were you also grew up in the time where like it was slowly becoming like It was still normal. really cringy though. Yeah. It was still cringy, but I didn't have friends, so no one could tell me it was dumb. Like, and I watched like shoujo anime and one of my because uh, my first anime that I credit, other than like Pokemon and Naruto, because those don't really count. Um They count. I mean I guess they count. <laughs> but I was watching like the ones that they had on like four kids or whatever. That still counts. Um, I guess. But anyway, so the first anime that I like discovered and like watched in Japanese uh, was called Shigotara. Uh-huh. And I also watched one um, called... Tokyo Mew Mew? No, I never got into Tokyo Mew Mew. It was called... Poyo Poyo Kansatsuniki. Okay. It's about this big... What does that mean in English? Um, it's it's about this big fat cat named Poyo. Wow. And <laughs> I will forever remember the theme song for it. Do you want to see what Poyo looks like? No, I'm good. He's just a round I orange can cat. Anyways, um, it's weird seeing like how... Like when I was just a little over 10 years ago, like in high school, like it was like, don't talk about it. If you like it yeah. whatever and then attack on titan came out and like everyone started talking about it and and it became less cringy because it started to be a little more cool and i guess i mean when i was in high school we had like naruto and dragon ball z and and yeah bleach uh one piece wasn't really popular at the time because we had those four mm-hmm. kids dubs and, and everyone thought it was silly yeah and like for kids but it actually turned out to be like the most longevity out of all those shows yeah. and it's still on now. I mean, Naruto is technically still going with Boruto. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard Boruto's really good. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to watch it. I'm at the point where I'm like, I know what I like and I'm just yeah. going to watch those things now. Me too. Like, like, every anime recently just devolves into like, oh, you know, I found the panties or like... You're oh, just saying boobs. that because that's happened in mine. Yeah, I and, and it feels like it happens like way too much like no i'm not saying like it's a bad thing or anything like it's funny mm-hmm. but like so many of them like fall in the same tropes and yeah uh, you don't get like i mean i guess it's always been a thing but like i like when something comes around that's like actually interesting like mm-hmm. moves things forward and we really haven't had anything like that since like attack on titan i guess uh demon slayer Demon Slayer. Is that really pushing things My forward? Hero Academia. <laughs> is that really pushing? Naruto with uh, superheroes, is that really pushing things forward? I think so. 
it's okay. it's the next it's Gen Alpha's Naruto. True. Man, Gen Alpha's not Gen Z's. I'm technically working with Gen Z's, but the ones that are like being born now, those are Gen Alpha's. Ugh. Yeah. Well they'll have their own thing. Yeah. Right now Gen Z, it's like My Hero Academia, mm-hmm. Demon Slayer. Yeah. Hatsune Miku is still very relevant. More relevant than ever, one might say. Yeah. There are two kids that I work with I know specifically love Hatsune Miku. Yeah. Sanrio characters, if those count. Yeah, it's all very super popular now. Yeah. Like, just look at Hot Topic 10 years ago. Versus and now, today, yeah. It used to be the They're like two store, different stores. And now it's the pink anime store. Now it's like the band shirts are just back in the corner. <laughs> They're in like the in, way the, back sh- in the, the corner of shame. The whole front is like Invader Zim and My Melody. Yeah. And Twilight. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is everyone should watch uh, Macross. Oh. Yeah, it's awesome. That's not my flavor. But the guy goes, Makuras! And that's the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it's pretty cool. Okay. It's about a ship, uh, like a a ship that's so big that it like has a city and like a town and like everyone from Earth just lives in it. And then like there's an alien race that like tries to fuck everybody up every episode and they fail and there's idols in space and stuff. Everything that we have today yeah. in anime can be traced back to Macross. That's crazy. Or, yeah. Okay. I don't know. But, yeah, it's interesting to see, like, how far we've come in terms of, like, social acceptance of it. Mm-hmm. But I do think VTubers, like, for me, going back to VTubers, for me, it's like, I'll still watch them occasionally, but it's not any of the new ones. No, like I kind of I, I chose my... Yeah, I haven't watched anyone from, like, the newest Hololive generation. It just gets to be too much. Like they, It's a lot. They made them so that it's like, oh, okay, these people won't be around for very long, but everyone's not sticking around. Yeah. Nobody's quitting or graduating, as they yeah. call it. So it, it's interesting. Uh, very, Some of them have very, uh, you know, normal, like, comfortable streams put on the background, and the other mm-hmm. half of them are just screaming and making... Um, bad noises. Yeah, lewd tubers. <laughs> lewd tubers, and yeah, I Pamu is someone I like to put in the background. She's funny. She's she's on the middle. Yeah, she does have like the VTuber girl voice. Yeah, I also debatably have the VTuber girl voice. I won't say so. You don't think so? No. Hmm. No, I I would have thrown myself out the window by now <laughs> if that was the case. Well, Pamu is different enough. I think she's genuinely really funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I enjoy watching her streams. That's good. Yeah. Anyways, what have you been enjoying on the good screen? Uh, I've been enjoying many things, um, such as. I'm just going to talk about one thing, though. Uh, a few weeks ago, I got... I talked about Trinity Trigger on the last episode. Triggered! Yeah. And I really like that game. Yeah, yeah. And it, it gets to be a lot. Not a lot, but, like, there's a point in the game where it's like, hey, you unlock the third character, you can do three-player co-op. And then it starts throwing, like, 
weird shit at you in dungeons where like the AI companions just bump into and like it becomes a lot to manage and I'm like oh okay yeah I'll play this again when I have two people with me yeah which might not be ever but so I put that down for now but I did really like that and the other game I got was uh, Story of Seasons mm-hmm. A Wonderful Life we've actually had it for a while we've had it for a while well we, no we had just, it since it came out no I just bought it what yeah I just bought it like a month ago I thought it only came out a month ago it's been out since May came out right after Breath of the Wild or uh, Tears of the Kingdom, and I completely just... Oh, my God. Time's gone by so fast. Right? It's a crazy year. What? It's... Shh. It's a... What? Stop it from going. Hey, it only gets worse the older you get. Stop. This year's gone by so fast. I realized the other day I've been working where I work for like... Six months? Eight months. Eight months. Really? March? Seven months. February. You started February. Oh, February. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I've had it for about a month and I just oh had it on the shelf. God. And uh, I played the game before. I played the GameCube version of Story Seasons, which was Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life. Yeah. That was like 10 years ago. And 15 years ago. The, this is a great remake of it. Um, they added so many things that make the game better. There's a health meter or a stamina meter, if you want to yeah. call it that. You can see further, so you can see where people are. You can also see where they are are in the map by pulling oh, up the map. And that's like, nice. I wish Stardew Valley had that. Yeah, it'll show you like what location some people are in at certain times. Mm-hmm. Um, they added one new. I think I could be wrong. Maybe the, she was available in the original, but from the original, I believe there's only three um, love interests per uh, gender in this one you don't have to be any particular gender to get any of the love interests so it's mm. a little more uh, modern uh not progressive maybe a little more modern day yeah and um so i'll randomly get like the the guy events and i'll just be like hey dude uh very <laughs> cool <laughs> and and um there's definitely right and wrong answers to everyone and like you just don't buy them gifts and you won't get anything want, further than the first one or two you don't want dante to fall in love with the sweet embrace of a man um no maybe not this time so but they also added one new um not new but like they changed a character to make her the fourth love interest and that's Illumina, the mm-hmm. girl who plays the, the piano? piano i think you should go mansion. after her i am i got up oh, to the three heart wow cutscene with her and i heard her confessing her love to me to <gasps> Ramona. OMG. Ramona Flowers? Uh no, Ramona's the <laughs> old lady that her her great aunt who lives in the mansion with her. Oh, okay. She likes to do art and she likes um playing the piano. Wow. And she lives in a mansion that has a butler. That's nice. I wish and, I lived there. And there's something along the lines of and I took a screenshot of it, but yeah. I'm not going to pull it up right now. I mean, you could put it just in the podcast i'll probably put it in the podcast if i feel like editing anything into it yeah but there's a there's a part where she talks about like a painting that she likes and how it makes her feel warm inside and i and my my answer to it was something like like a warm baked potato (laughs) (laughs) so i really like that they added some flair to the um to the romance stories and everything yeah um they made farming a little easier too there's they tell you what season things are good 
in they didn't tell you that in the first one they just like occasionally if you were talking to someone they'd be like yeah you better harvest your strawberries so yeah i'm really liking what they did with it um i like that oh yeah basically i just think they did a really good job with it and i'm probably gonna play at least a year of it before i go on to something else okay because I don't think I've ever played more than a year of the game. So that's what I've been enjoying on the good screen. Did I tell you that I was thinking about starting a monthly podcast? Not for this. About what? Um, About like a book club. Oh. But I had to get like people together for it. I don't know how to read. You don't know how to read. I, I don't. I don't care. Well, it's not that I don't care that if you're not on it. But like I, I'm trying to figure out who would be interested in it. Uh, who... Who reads? Will reads. I think Will reads. Why don't you and Will party do a, a little a little book club? Once a month, I think it'll be okay. But I was I'm, I was brainstorming like name ideas for it, and I think would you read the whole book each month? Or? I think that would be the the goal. We wouldn't read like Game yeah, of Thrones why is that or like there? because we have two copies of it. That's because I bought you a copy. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't remember. I'm why. donating one of them. <laughs> why did I buy you a copy? I don't know. I think I think he wanted me to read it. And I was, it was like, like when we first started dating. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I've, I've sent Russell copy I've read, Game of Thrones. First of all, I've I've read this book before, or at least up to like here I've before. I've never read the whole thing. And um it's dense. Yeah, I've read the wikis. I don't need to read Like the shorter like shorter books, or maybe if we're like really challenging ourselves something a little longer. Like a chapter book? Yes. We'd be reading <gasps> chapter books. Holy shit. Maybe we'll read like fan fiction. That'd be good. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'd have to talk to Will, but I've been I've been thinking about doing that um, okay. just because I'm reading a little more. So like, that does cut into the the good screen time. Uh, but uh, man, am I sleeping better when I read before I go to bed? That's so good. I would recommend everyone read. You know, a good few of the kids at work read before they go to bed. That's awesome. Yeah. They should always do that. It's like at least two of them that do it each night cool okay so yeah that's uh that's what we got in the beginning uh that's so. the beginning segment so i guess we should start this segment off by saying uh this week's a little different this is why i like i consider this to be like <laughs> 49.5 okay because last time we finished recording i asked lauren if she wanted to watch movies independently this week like two different movies like two different movies i'd watch a movie and she'd watch a movie yeah and then we would watch a movie together well we never we got never around did that to part. watching a movie together because i we totally were so forgot busy. we were gonna do that one yeah honestly i wish we did that other than some other do you know what i wish we watched time dungeons the dragons no what remember me no lauren why not because it's not funny it's not funny no we're not doing that we're not re- watching remember me and releasing it on or around 9 11 i never said it was funny it's it's not it's <laughs> not good but you're laughing so so we decided that we were going to watch two movies independently technically lauren did watch a new movie that came out this year yes i did but i watched a movie that came out in 88 I forgot what you even watched. I watched Tom Popo. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tom, yeah. Tom Popo or Tam Popo? Because Tom I'm Popo. Tam Popo. It came out in 85. It came out in 1985. I watched something older. My mom was 10. 
My mom was... 16. 16. And um, Lauren watched something newer. What do you watch, Lauren? I watched Knock at the Cabin. Cool. We almost saw that in the theaters. We almost went and saw it in theaters, and now it's free on Amazon Prime. Cool. Ninja Turtles came out on whatever a day after we saw it too yeah that was upsetting that was, that was hilarious it was on like disney plus or something that's upsetting hbo some one of them so who wants to, do you want to go first or should i go first old and then new all right i was gonna do rock, you're gonna paper, do rock scissors. paper scissors you didn't want to do that all right so let me tell you about this movie lauren i got all this right. on a whim let me give you the backstory is it in a criterion movie it is a criterion collection movie Last November, they do like a bi-yearly Criterion sale at Barnes & Noble Mm -hmm. where you get like half-off Criterion Collection movies. But they're always expensive, but they come with so many features. Yeah. And like extra bonus materials and stuff that they're really worth it. And But but they're only really, really worth it when they're half-off. Yeah. Um, So I got three of them. I haven't watched any of them but one, which is... Now. Now, which is Popo. You touched my uh, So this is not an anime. This is a Japanese movie. It's okay. a Japanese film. Okay. It has nothing to do. They don't mention it. It's a Japanese film. Okay. It. It's real people. Real people. Okay. In real Japan. talking. Real the the in Japan. Mm. And um, Naruhodo. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> It is a real treat. Um, I'll be honest with you. It was a really, really, maybe, to hype it up, one of the best movies I've ever watched. Like, period. Period. <laughs> like. Wow. 100%. <laughs> like, I was glued the whole time. Okay. So, it. the reason that I got it was because it described itself as a ramen western instead of a spaghetti western. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I bought it. And, I love that. And um, I got, <laughs> I watched it by myself, of course. I, I got some ramen that night. Did that you? Was before my diet. So <laughs> um, I got you some. ramen? Um, the grocery store. Oh, I thought you like got No, I didn't get out. good ramen. Yeah. I got like dollar ramen. Now I want ramen. And, um, and. So the whole plot of the movie, there's an A plot and there's like a B, C, D, E, F, G plot in the background, which I'm just going to read. I I read, I wanted to make sure I had all my things together. Mm -hmm. So I read the Wikipedia article before you came home. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to read you the paragraph that is all the B plots. Okay. Because it sounds insane when they put it all together. So... Was this based on a book of some sort or some sort of manga? Like how I said, maybe the B-plots were like side chapters? No. I think this is all like an original concept. Hmm. Let me double check really quickly. Fact checking. Fact checking. It doesn't mention anything in like the the summary that it's based on so-and-so. This is a flat out like movie movie. This is cinema. Okay. So the movie revolves around a woman. Her name is Tom Popo, which means dandelion. Okay, that's cute. And she owns the shittiest ramen shop in the world. <laughs> and Wait, is this like the bear? 
No. Oh. No. This is like the bear. No. So okay. remember how once or twice we talked about how there's only two kinds of stories. It's either um, a man goes or someone goes on a, a person goes on an adventure mm-hmm. or a strange man comes to town. Yeah. This movie is about a man coming to town. A strange man coming to town. So is mine. Huh. (laughs) And I'm sure they both end in very different ways. I hope so. Uh, (laughs) um, So it starts on... Well, it starts with like people in a movie theater. Mm -hmm. And like kind of like a, hey, you're watching this movie thing. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, And it starts with these two people, delivery drivers, who are coming into this town. And I think they're truck breaks down or something like that yeah and um one of them's name is goro he's like okay the main main character and the other guy's name is gun gun (laughs) his name is gun gun (laughs) and they they have to stop in this town they're really hungry and they they love ramen (laughs) they love ramen and um they they pick pick apart this fight of these schoolboys, and they're like, "Let's go in and eat some ramen." That was weird. Yeah. So they go inside, and it it plays out. This is where I was like, "Oh, this is why they consider it a western movie because it plays out like it's a bar mm-hmm. in like a or a, I'm sorry, a saloon mm-hmm. in a western." Mm-hmm. And Goro and Gun are sipping on the ramen. And they're like, this probably isn't great. They they make it like a look. Mm-hmm. And then the one guy at the bar is like, hey, you should sell this place. This this place sucks. You should sell this place. Just like another person? Yeah, altogether? just like another dude. Like Yakuza looking dude. Wow. Like really tough guy. Oy. No. Well, yes. So. Yeah. So Goro flicks the Naruto thing at him. Across the, the the bar, and that's a a, a, a western star? thing, like the the little star thing. The Shikurin? No, like the little thing in the ramen, the Naruto. Oh, oh, the yeah. Naruto. No, not I thought like you meant Naruto. like the bladed star, no, like, the, like a throwing star. No, no, no. He he throws the food. <laughs> I thought there was a throwing star in his ramen. He throws the fish cake thing. Okay, he throws in the ramen. Uh, the Naruto at the guy. Okay, and they go um they go outside to fight, and he gets the shit beat out of him, <laughs> and so. She um, Tampopo houses him for the evening, and she makes them both breakfast. And they both go, "Wow, your ramen really like sucked." <laughs> but her breakfast was good. But the breakfast was good. Okay. And she's a widow. She's a widow, and she has a son. Okay. And and she's like, "Yeah, my ramen sucks, and I, I just can't never get it right." And and um, I think like Gun is like, "Oh, well, Goro, uh, he's an expert with with ramen." I don't even think he says something like that. Like, mm-hmm. it just makes it... He just makes it... Goro is so cool that he just makes it look like he's an expert in ramen. Wow. So, they're about to leave in their truck, and she, like, begs him to stay to teach him how to make ramen. good ramen. Yeah. So, the whole movie is just, like, little bits and pieces of them, like, going to the other ramen shops in town, mm-hmm. and basically, like, picking apart what other places do better, 
and making their own thing. Um, there's an interesting part of the movie where, and I'll go, I'll get to the B plot stuff later, but, mm-hmm. um, basically every act is divided by the B plot stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost want to say it's like every time the sun goes down, mm, like every day, like every day of this okay. adventure, there's like, it cuts away to a few side stories and they're all very equally, uh, have nothing to do with the main story, but they keep you really like focused. One of them is throughout the whole movie. All the other ones are like just mm-hmm. one off things, but kind of like in Seinfeld, <laughs> like in Seinfeld. Um, <laughs> some of them, yes, some of them, <laughs> some of them could be right out of Seinfeld episodes, but it's, it just goes through like the whole there's a memorable part of the movie where she has a nightmare about her broth not being good and mm-hmm. Goro's like oh don't worry i know a guy and he, she takes he takes her to like this homeless compound what? in the middle of the forest oh, and no. there's this dude but here's the thing slowly as the movie goes on as a western would do they get a band of people together oh there's like a party no, not, yeah, like a party, I guess. But, like, they get their, you know. Yeah, yeah. A rally. A rally of people to help with the ramen shop. Oh. They even go back to the guy who beat the shit out of Goro with his buddies. Yeah. And they have, like, a real fight together under a bridge. It's a very cool part of the movie. Oh. And then even he helps out. Oh. Because he, it turns out he was, like, Is a childhood like one, friend of her. Like One Piece? It's like a One Piece? No, it's not like One Piece. Lauren, this is a... This is a movie for regular people. This is a live action played in probably limited release theater in America. Okay, okay, This okay. has nothing to do with any anime. Get I'm your just... head out of the gutter. I'll dunk your face in the toilet. Go Maybe ahead. we need more of that. <laughs> um, you want to bully me? I'll bully you out of anime. You already bully me. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so, but like the whole movie is just like very like optimistic mm-hmm. and like yeah we'll get this done for you you're gonna have the best ramen shop and and like i think there's a documentary included with the, the criterion movie mm-hmm. and i want to see like what the themes are of the movie but like on my own perspective i think it's just like t- um togetherness and how food can bring people together now it could be like oh this is actually a metaphor for corporate america or something like that mm-hmm. or corporate japan i guess but i i don't think it's that that evil I, corporate japan stuff is usually pretty dark yeah it's usually pretty dark but, but like i think it's just like a, a bright optimistic movie um that everyone should watch everyone should watch this movie hmm. okay. like this is this is um god screen okay i just made up a new thing god screen god screen <laughs> however <laughs> and i was watching this movie and, I, and i'm about to talk about the b plot of the movie okay I was watching this movie and I was like, man, my mom would really like this. And then really? suddenly something happened in the movie where I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad I didn't text my mom to watch this movie because I'd have to take it back. Oh. So, and it's the last thing they talk about. And so I'm just going to read the, the sentence of the um, minor scenes as Wikipedia calls it, or the B plot of the movie. Okay. As I mentioned before, occasionally it'll like cut away. Yeah. And and um, I'm not going to spoil the end of the movie or anything. I'm just going to say, like, from... I hope the beginning, the setup of the movie inspires somebody, one of my four listeners, 
our four listeners to yeah. to watch this movie mm-hmm. um because it's good and um the b plot of the movie i'm just gonna i will spoil that because it i think it's just interesting to to mention okay Go ahead. Throughout the film, and this is from Wikipedia, I'm totally just reading this off of Wikipedia. Throughout the film, other minor scenes of other characters are featured. A group of business executives visit a French restaurant but have no idea how to order and are upstaged by a surprisingly uh, worldly subordinate. The Kohai spoke French or something? Like the the intern, basically. Yeah. Yeah. A woman's etiquette class on how to eat spaghetti silently in the European manner abruptly changes course on observing a white man slurping his noodles. <laughs> That's just ironic. And these are like back-to-back. These first three are back-to-back. Yeah, that one sounds cute. A supermarket clerk catches an aged woman obsessed with squeezing food. <laughs> That's it. That's, yes. Okay. <laughs> that, that was... Exhilarating. That's that's amazing. And there's like one consistent one that that every time it breaks to the B plot, like it goes back to, and that's at the very end of this explanation I'm doing. Uh, a con man uses an elaborate meal to lure a victim into an investment scam. The victim is himself a thief, but is so taken by the meal that he fails to leave with the con man's wallet before being arrested. <laughs> A housewife rises from her deathbed to cook one last meal for her family, who mournfully eat to memorialize her. I hope you do that for me. <laughs> a man and his all right. This is the this is the one that continues like, what, throughout. Okay. No, not the the dead woman okay. or the woman who's about to die. Okay. All right. This is the this is the one that I was like, I'm so glad I did not tell my mom to watch this movie. Okay. A man and his lover explore erotic ways to use food. <gasps> the man is ultimately I'm no I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil that part. I'm not gonna spoil what happens to the man at the end. Because this is like this one like plays out throughout the movie. Do they use like eggplants and carrots and stuff? Uh lemons and um Where do you put the lemon? Uh citru- other citrus fruits and and I don't want that in my vagina. Honey and all okay, sorts honey of stuff. Honey is like towels all this time. Uh, I, I honestly like, I was like, whoa. Don't bring a bottle of honey into our bedroom. No, I, I would never do that. Um, But it was very bizarre. Okay. Do they show penis and vagina? Uh, they show boobies. Okay. Yeah. Oh, bye. And that part, if you can get past that part of the movie... <laughs> so all the b plots are like kind of about About food food, right and i think it's about like what food can do to people yeah i think that's what the movie is about in general but like yeah how it brings people together Mm -hmm. or how it brings like the community or the experience with it or the feeling of it Mm -hmm. where like the woman squishing the food or the man pouring sweet and condensed milk over his lover's body Whoa! Or something like that. That sounds crazy. That sounds like a good way to get a tummy ache. That does. And like ruin your vagina's pH. Oh, they 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 share an uh, a raw egg together. Ugh. Yeah. Like they mouth to mouth it, Ugh. and then the yolk like drips out of her mouth. Ew! Yeah. Ew! Ew! Ugh. It was a it was a new I form of intimacy. Eggs. 
I don't ever want to have that kind of intimacy with you, Russell. I, I don't either. But um, <laughs> I don't even like. Yeah. And the the coolest part of the movie to me was the fact that they have like a special sound effect that plays whenever anyone slurps up a noodle. It doesn't sound like that. It sounds like a whistle going. <laughs> Don't you have one of those whistles? Yeah, but Somewhere. not like not like that. It just it, a sound I've never heard before in my life. Okay. It definitely isn't real. They added it in post. Well, yes. But it's such a nice effect. So, so I, which which of the beat plots was your favorite? My favorite was probably the one with the uh, the woman who was dying. Mm, that just sounds it funny. Was, it was no, it was sad. It was, it was sad. really sad. It was like the the man was like, "Make us dinner," and she like gets up from her deathbed. Like the the coroner's there the whole time, and she makes like fried rice. Oh, no. And they all start eating it, and then she just like smiles, and then she falls over. It's so sad, That's but fucked. it was so bizarre. Like that was the one, like that was like in the middle of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, with along with the the businessman conning out the the guy. Yeah. But uh, very good movie. I'm not going to spoil like the end of the actual movie or the end of the the sexy time food dude because that's just so dramatic and is it it's the end that he likes being pegged with the eggplant no no it's just so tragic how it ends for him does his penis become a vegetable no it no he it ends he's clothed when his story ends let's just say that um does he die i'm not gonna say what the ending of it his story is uh i will say when i looked this up on wikipedia uh, Roger Ebert, you know, the movie guy? No. The two thumbs up guy? No. He gave it four out of four stars. Oh, wow. So he saw this movie and he was like... Guess that means it's good. Very sexy egg swapping. <laughs> and he gave it four to four stars. <laughs> yeah, just like that. That's how it sounded. <laughs> it was actually silent. With music in the background, of course. I would say if it didn't have those parts, I would say show this movie to your family. It'll teach them about humanity. Maybe, maybe it still fa- would. Maybe if you have a different family than Russell's. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. So maybe she would still like it. Just don't watch it with her. No, I'm not like... gonna watch it with my mom. Okay. That'd be weird. Well, yeah, duh. Tell her to watch it on her own. So, anyways, Tom Popo. Tam Tam Popo. Tam Popo. Tam Popo. Very good movie. If you like westerns, if you like uh, older Japanese, older Japanese films, drop my phone. Oops. I recommend. Uh, I recommend seeing it. I recommend. It's on the Criterion Collection channel. Uh, so you don't even have to buy it. Oh, <laughs> I think. Nice. I think. Um, I'm gonna watch a documentary and report back on it. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to know something really funny? What? I was just looking down at my Mac. And you know how on the bottom, there's like on the bottom, right? Like all the things you had open recently. Yeah. One of them is my pictures I've had open recently. And it's the tiniest, tiniest <laughs> little picture preview of that picture of John on Ben and Lila's. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. I just saw it. And I just saved the picture as... 
John. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I saw that and it made me giggle a little. Okay. All right. Well, that's about all I have to say about my movie. Okay. What? Are, how are we on time, by the way? I'm just wondering. That's a good question. 45 minutes? Really? Holy shit. I need to shut the fuck up. All right, Lauren. Well, you saw a movie too. Yeah, I watched a movie uh, called Knock at the Cabin. And like straight off the bat, I thought it was called Knock at the Cabin Door. Yeah, you kept, you kept, you kept, kept. you kept saying that. You kept saying that. <laughs> yeah, I had a Mandela moment there. Um, Is it Berenstein or Berenstain? Steen. Steen. But it says stain. You just so does it. your butthole. Ew. <laughs> All right. So go Got on. Him. Uh, so this movie came out this year in January. Right. Um. Okay, oh, no. I'm gonna go through my notes, I guess, as as I explain the plot. You or, watched this movie a few weeks ago. I did. That's why I pulled up the wiki so I could refresh myself on the plot a okay. little bit. Okay. So the the plot basically is there are some like flashbacks and like flash forwards that happen throughout the movie okay but so the the, the basic plot is a strange man comes to town strange man comes to town and that strange man's dave batista <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> um i forgot he's in the movie right yeah <laughs> A strange man comes to town, and it's Dave Batista. <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> this is an M. Night Shyamalan movie. This is an M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> it is. It's famous, probably one of the better ones I've watched this famous year. Famous from this area. Is he from Pennsylvania? Yeah. That makes so much sense, because this movie was set in Pennsylvania. Yep. I didn't know that. Most, most, a lot. I won't Where say. in Pennsylvania is Mr. Schumacher from? Mr. Schumacher is from. He's from like the Philly area, like Chester County, I want to say. He was born in India and raised in Penn Valley, which is near Winniewood. Winwood? Oh, we're not too far from it. Yeah. Okay. He's he's a local. The pagoda in Reading, that was in the Avatar movie. Oh yeah, I forgot he did that. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. In the Avatar movie. For I remember reason. learning that not too long before I moved here, and I was like, oh. It was. That makes sense. It was why Avatar: The Last Airbender, the shitty live action. Yes, yes, yes. It was why people went to go see it here. Oh, to go see the like, pagoda! <laughs> like everyone knew the movie was bad, but like everyone in our area still wanted to go see that movie yeah, because naturally. the pagoda was in the it. The pagoda's in it. The pagoda was visible outside the movie theater. That's crazy. So wild, right? That's wild. Uh, of course, like there was CG around it, and it wasn't like of course the Mount Mount Penn or anything. So now yeah. you know that. Yeah, now you know. M Night is a local legend. Uh, it was like an hour away from here, maybe. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so the the plot of this movie is there is uh, this family renting a cabin in the woods mm-hmm. for like a vacation. Yeah. Um, and the family consists of a set of dads and their adopted daughter. Okay. And so they. Why is she adopted? 
Why, why is she adopted, Lauren? Because in China, they can only have boys. Oh, okay. Yeah, they adopted her from a Chinese orphanage. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Is that still a thing? There was like a B plot. I think so, yes. Oh, um, I don't fuck. think they. I don't think it is officially still a thing, but it still happens. Okay, keep going. Um, whoa. Like, did you know in Hong Kong, it's you can't have like gender scans because then you would have an abortion. Oh, really? Yeah, I watched like a video about that once. That's in Hong Kong, at least. I can't speak for mainland China, like all of China. But yeah, you can't do gender scans anymore because too many people were finding out it was a girl and aborting it. That's that's messed up. Yeah, so that's why there's orphanages full of girls. No wonder, no wonder we have a population problem. There's too many people, Russell. You know we're gonna hit the um like the possible maximum in like the next forty years. Fuck. And then it'll be like a, a steep decline. After then we're that. just gonna go extinct. Yeah. I can't wait for that day. I won't be there to see it, but I'll be laughing. Well, there's too many people. There's too many people. All right. Um, anyway. Anyways. Go on. So, and like they're like a day or two into their vacation at this point. Mm-hmm. And Are they having fun? Did they have fun on vacation? Yes, they were having a great time. That's awesome. Yeah, they're in like some of like the flashbackish scenes. It showed them like when they drove onto, like the cabin property for the first time and they went jumping in the lake and she was oh. collecting grasshoppers and stuff that sounds like fun yeah um so uh basically the daughter her name is when is out catching grasshoppers Who? when shut the fuck up and all of a sudden dave batista walks up he just walks up to her yes does he do a Quite batista literally. bomb no Horrible movie. So he walks up to the little girl and is like, little girl, I'm your friend. (laughs) No, no. I'm going to catch these grasshoppers with you and we're going to be friends. And then, and then I have work to do. And then she just went along with it. Okay. Um. She didn't scream or anything? Well, because she said, I'm not allowed to talk to strangers. And he like, then let's not be strangers. Oh, Okay. And so then... Classic predator. Then she starts getting weird vibes from him mm-hmm. and starts seeing, like, the other people walking up. Oh, there's more people. There's It's four in total. Oh. And so then she runs back to where her dads are and tells her dads, which one of the dads was the dude from Mindslayer. What? Mindhunter. Hunter. <laughs> He plays the I character. thought you were like playing a joke on me, like mind slaying. I hardly know her. Mind slaying these nuts. <laughs> no. Yeah, like that. No, okay. um, he was in Mind Hunter. Okay. So, um, there's so much in this movie. <laughs> just so do the setup like I did, and then like yeah. just kind of yeah. So they go. Trail off. And then they are, like, pounding at the door, and the dads are like, no, you're not coming in here. And then they come in anyways, and they, like, tie them up into chairs, and they explain that, like, you are a chosen family. We don't know why. We don't know why you're a chosen family, and we don't know why we're chosen, but we all started getting these dreams of the apocalypse at the same time. <laughs> and we had dreams of this place, and so we met up just now at this place, and now we have to do this job given to us by the universe. Oh. 
And they're like, what kind of fucking crack were you smoking out in those woods? Um, yeah. And... Did, did he say that? I don't know. I don't remember. Something to that effect, probably. And did they say, like, where in Pennsylvania they were exactly? No, they didn't. They're probably in Potter County. <laughs> I don't even know her. Potter? Um, so... Then the dads are like, you are full of shit. Like, you guys are part of a weird cult. Go yeah. get help. Yeah. And then they're like, you're being given a choice right now. The choice is one of you has to kill the other one of you. You can't kill yourself. One of you has to kill the other as a sacrifice and the whole <laughs> world will be spared. What? And they're like, no, you're insane, actually. So they don't do that. Oh, no. So then they're like, no, we're not going to do that. And they're like, okay. And so then uh, also Rupert Grint's in this movie. Oh. Yeah. <coughs> he plays like a... Is he one of the weirdos? Asshole. Yes. Oh, great. Um, and so... They're... What is it that they say? It's like... I'm trying to remember what it is specifically. So basically, then they do this thing where, like, they put a bag over Rupert Grint's head, and Dave Batista says, like, uh, the, the choice has been made. This is the sacred, like, something like that. Like, oh, you have judged, may, you have judged humanity, or something like that. Okay. It's something like that. And then he just fucking like, cuts into him with a big axe and kills him. Oh. So, and, but everyone's super upset. Like, Dave Bautista was crying. Yeah. The other people there were crying. And they were like, what the fuck? Why would you Why would you have him kill him? And so, but they're being, like, super kind to, like, the dads and to Wen. Because yeah. they're trying to convince them to do this thing. And so, basically, as the movie goes on, like, more of the characters die. Until it's, like, just Dave Bautista. <laughs> and... But every time that one of the four of them die, they put on the news and they see these awful things happening. Like, things keep getting worse. Yes. So, most of the movie takes place in the cabin. Yes. Oh. Or, like, the surrounding woods of the cabin. It doesn't go anywhere else until the very end. Hmm. And so, at first, the dads were like, no, you're making this shit up. Like, you were checking your watch. Like, they've been saying that hurricane was going to hit for days now. Like, yeah. we already knew about that. Um, but there was basically, like, this huge, like, or it wasn't a hurricane. It was an earthquake or something to the, something like that. Okay. Like, and, like, a huge tsunami came. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Um, but they were like, no, you're obviously putting on, like, a recorded broadcast. Like, either this isn't real or this already happened and you're making this up. Yeah. So then as it goes on, like, uh, they keep saying no, and the stakes keep getting higher and higher, and, oh, no, the first one was a pandemic. Oh. That's oh. what the, the first one was, a pandemic, and they were like, there have been cases that confirmed all around the world for, like, a little while <laughs> Another now. COVID movie. Kind of. Um, you think he was inspired by COVID? I'm going to get into the inspirations later. Oh, okay. So then the next one was, like, a tsunami... Mm-hmm. The third one was um, wildfires or something. Okay, makes sense. And then the last one was like the sky falling. Oh. Which was 
uh or no the third one was the sky falling and then the last one is complete total darkness oh interesting and so the sky falling is like all the satellites falling from orbit and all the the planes just turning off (laughs) and going into the ground wow and it that was the scariest part so um it's not until the third one and then it's just Dave Batista left, and like they chase Dave Batista outside to kill him. And um, it's like when they're outside, they're seeing like all the stuff actually happening now. Cause, yeah, because like, they're outside. None of them are sick, obviously. And yeah. the the tsunami was on the west coast. So then they go outside, and they like they see like the th- like the scary thunder going on. Yeah, and planes fucking falling. <laughs> So the twist was, he only says the twist. Yeah. So the twist was it was all real. The twist is that it was all real. Okay. And so then they, uh, like Dave Bautista asked them like one more time, like, are you going to do it? Because if I go, you only have like a few minutes to figure it out. And so, but I forget if either they kill Dave Bautista or if Dave Bautista, I think he like cuts his neck open or something. Okay. Um, and then they figure it out. One of the dads dies. Oh, okay. Um, it's like they're like fighting over the gun about who they're gonna, who's gonna sacrifice themselves. Like they're each volunteering at yeah. this point. And so then it's like one of those moments where like you just hear the gun flash, and you don't see who it is until like like oh, sixty seconds later. Um, and then all of a sudden. Like, the sky is blue, the birds are singing. And everything's fine. They go get in their car, and they find the nearest diner, <laughs> and it's just like everyone in Pennsylvania does. Um, yeah, right, yeah. And This guy's definitely local. Are, the news is on on every channel, and there's like a bunch of people in there, and they're all watching the news about all these awful things going on in the world, and all of a sudden, like 20 minutes ago, it stopped. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Wow, weird. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty much the gist of it. Yeah, that's so, probably the whole movie. Yeah, so now I'm going to go through the notes I took. Okay. Um, The first one was that I had that Mandela effect moment where I thought it was knock at the cabin door. Right. Um, Then I wrote, I wish Dave Bautista was in more movies. He's in a lot of movies. I want to see more of them. He I remember in... reading like a some sort of like thing earlier this year about how dave batista wants to be in a romance movie but no one's no casting one will put him, him in it yeah yeah i feel like we talked about it even maybe i think we might have he was in I guardians of the movie. galaxy he was yeah. drax yeah but he i want him to look like dave batista <laughs> i don't want him to look like a fucking like shark alien man whatever he is you don't like that no i like dave batista yeah he's a cool guy yeah okay um Next thing is, so the daughter, when there's like some sort of scene where she's talking about her school friends. Right. And one of her friends' names is Caroline. Do you want to guess how, what in the Zoomer spelling they spelled it as? K A R O L Y N E. It's spelled. You got it right. It starts with a K. K E R O L E I N. Like kerosene. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um. And then I said, "OMG, the one dad's from Mindhunter." 
Okay, you said that already. Well, I'm reading my notes, okay? Mind Slayer. Mind Slayer. Mind Slayer. Mind Slayer. 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 Um, <laughs> then I said, Rupert Grint should be in more horror movies. And then that's when I realized they're in Pennsylvania. Okay. And I thought took that was funny. You, took you that long? Um, and then I put, I'm assuming the prophecy is real and I'm betting we are meeting some sort of like God for something or whoever told them this. Okay. Um, Did that ever happen? No? No. Okay. Well, kind of. Oh. And then Rupert Grimm died and I said, oh, bye Rupert. Um, I said, I made a prediction in the beginning that I felt like the dads still weren't going to believe them in the end because in the end it ended up being the Mindhunter dad believed them. Right. But the other dad didn't. Did the like, Mindhunter dad die? Even up until the end. The Mindhunter dad's the one who died. Oh, okay. I thought that neither of them were going to believe in, but when was going to be the one and when was going to kill one of the dads. Oh, that would have been pretty dark. Right? Or one of the dads was going to kill her. No. That'd be weird. I feel like child death like that is literally you, illegal. Like, you can't do that? I No, you can't do that. I, I thought she was going to kill one of the dads. Have you ever seen The Good Son? Mm-mm. Okay. I've seen The Good Screen. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, and then for a second, I got onto the maybe it is a conspiracy thing, and they're gonna find out that it was all fucked up. But then I was like, no, this isn't a Mad Shyamalan movie. Right. So one of like the the plot things in this was that all the four of the characters, because there was Dave Batista, mm-hmm. his character was like a high school coach. Okay. There was a woman who was a nurse. There was Redford, who was, um, or wait, no, Leonard was a bartender. That was Dave Batista, and he okay. also was like a local okay. soccer coach. Soccer coach. Um, Redford, who was um, Rupert Grint. Uh, so one of the like B plots that they go into um, is that because the. Not the Mindhunter dad, but the other dad took, like, personal, like, uh, defense courses. What's it called? Self-defense courses. Self-personal defense. personal defense. (laughs) Self-defense courses after he was, like, hate-crimed in a bar. Okay. And so Redford is the one who hate-crimed him. We come to find out. Because he recognized him at the beginning, but he was like, I I can't tell because he has a beard now. And so then it was after Redford was dead, he went and looked in his wallet, and he was like, holy shit, it was him. Yeah. Like, he hate-crimed me um (laughs) he hate crimed me uh there was a nurse who worked at the hospital that he went to after he was hate crimed oh and then um there was another character who was this woman who had a son and they just straight up didn't believe her when she said that she had a son and like didn't want to be doing this and like please just one of you kill the other one so i can go home with my son yeah like they just didn't believe her that she had a son they're like you're a liar (laughs) why would you lie about that Wow. And so I don't know what her connection was other than maybe she worked at that diner that they went to later. Maybe. Or that when son knew him or something. Or when knew him. Knew the son. Knew the son. Yeah. Um, so it's all people that are kind of connected to them in a weird connected, way. Kind of connected, yeah. Huh. Um, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> That's my drawing of Dave Batista. That's Dave Batista. That's what he looks like in this movie. Wow. He has the cat mouth and... No, that's his nose. That's his nose? His mouth is down there. 
Oh, okay, I his see. Big hands, because he's like such a broad upper body. He is very broad, yeah. <laughs> and okay. his cute glasses he was wearing. <laughs> yeah, that's right, he was wearing glasses. <laughs> okay. Um, and he was dressed like a youth pastor with like a button-up shirt and jeans. Yeah. But it's like the short sleeve button-up shirt, but he's like fucking shredded. Yeah. Um. Dave Batista. Yeah. And then I said... He was in Dune. Oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> he is a dude. <laughs> He's kind of like very bald the, and the, like. The, the fucking like long foreskin man. The yeah. Dune. Yeah. Um, oh, but there was one part that was like so freaking cool. So it's when they're trying to hunt down Dave Batista to kill him. Yeah. And at one point, uh, they like lock Dave Batista in the bathroom that's there because they're trying to figure out what to do with him. Okay. And then. Um, Dave Batista breaks out. Basically, like there's a window in there. He like unlocks the handcuffs like through brute force alone, and um, like got out the window. But then they're going in the bathroom, and it's like he sees the window, but like he doesn't see any footprints in the mud outside. Okay. And so then he like goes back, and it's like in the shower. He's, like, about to pull the shower curtain back, but then he, he shoots into the shower curtain first. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls the shower curtain back. But when he shot into the shower curtain, he did, he hit him. He hit Dave Batista, but Dave Batista's character, like, didn't make a sound when he got shot. Oh. And then it's when he goes to, like, <clears throat> kind of, like, pull it open, the Dave Batista's character, like, pounces on him. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, that's, that's amazing. That's scary. Um, and then the, the part when the plane started to fall started, and that was, like, genuinely terrifying. Um, and then at the very end, so the, the four characters, like, met up at some point, like, all drove there in, like, one car. Yeah. And so earlier, like, during a fight, the car that the dads and Wen came in, like, one of the tires was shot or something, so they couldn't drive the car. Um, like, as, like, a getaway car. I'm sure they had, like, a spare, but, you know, they don't have the time to be put on a spare when all this shit's going on. Right. Um, so, finally, they, like, get the keys. Or they don't even get the keys. They go and they find the car, like, parked down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and the keys are in, like, it's unlocked. The keys are sitting, like, on the console. And, um, as the car is pulling away, uh, I realized it had inspection stickers. Oh, because it's Pennsylvania. Yeah. Wow, like, that was the that was what you were getting at the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So all this stuff is happening, and then I looked at the card. It has Pennsylvania registration. Isn't that crazy? The movie set in Pennsylvania has Pennsylvania well, no, registration it's stickers. Well, detail because they it say it's in Pennsylvania, but not everyone knows Pennsylvania is an inspection state. Listen, when you're Pennsylvanian, you have to represent it. Yeah. He represented real hard. Yeah. I bet that cabin is actually in Pennsylvania, too. Probably. Um, yeah. I'm That's trying it? to think of, like, any other... Oh! Uh. Oh! So, then, at the very end, um, Mindhunter Dad is talking to <laughs> Non-Believer Dad and is telling him... So, like, at the beginning, Mindhunter Dad got a concussion. Uh-huh. Like, he was knocked over at the beginning when they were first breaking into the house and he got a concussion. Okay. And so... That was kind of messing with him the whole time. But at the end, 
And there's also, like, allusions to, like, he came from, like, a religious family. Oh, okay. And there's allusions to him having a background, like, in religion. So he doesn't want to believe all this stuff happening. Culty stuff happening. He doesn't want to at first, but then at the end, he's like, I believe them. Yeah. There was one point when they were talking and they were doing their ritual thing. And there was, like, a glint in the mirror, like, in the window. There was, like, a shine. And I saw something in that. (laughs) So there is, like, a god or yes but then he points out that all four of the intruders represent each of the one four horsemen of apocalypse i was gonna say the the things happening sounded like very revelation z so yeah it was very revelation z so hold on revelation z revelation gen z so there's war right uh which was the one who hate crimed okay famine which is the mom with the son. Okay. Um, death was the nurse. And uh, Dave Batista was conquest? Okay. Guidance? Guidance. Guidance. Is what he was called in the movie. Yeah. So they're each a... A horseman. They're each a horseman. So this is kind of like a play on, on like, Christianity. Yeah. Interesting. Well, our movies sure were different. Yeah. But they each shared one thing. A strange man comes to town. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Just one is really good at ramen and the other is... Dave Bautista. Dave Bautista. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that man is Dave Bautista. All right. So yeah. what would you say? Would you say? It sounds like you really liked this movie, Lauren. It's the it's the better M. Night Shyamalan movie I've seen in the last couple years. Have you ever seen? Um, well, because I saw Old. You saw Old that was and you didn't like stupid. that. You didn't that like was, Old. <laughs> that was stupid. I went and saw it on my own because no one wanted to see it with me. And I was like, I just have to see how stupid this movie is yeah and it was stupid and it was stupid and i had an awful experience there anyways because i was sitting at a seat like in the middle mm-hmm. and this old couple sat right next to me and we were the only ones in the whole theater you could have moved i felt awkward i felt like why do i have to be the one to move if you could have sat anywhere else in the theater i don't know why don't do you have to pick seats middle. next don't to sit me? in the middle i was like second row down in the middle can i can i be really honest with you about something lauren do you think it's weird that I like to go to movies on my own? Well, I think that's kind of sad. And you haven't done that since. I almost went to a movie by myself tonight, but we had to do this. Um, what would you have seen? Uh, the Stop Making Sense 4K IMAX concert film. Oh. The Talking Heads concert. But, like, I've seen it. So okay. it would have been, It was $35, too. I was like, ah, no. Oh. Um... I like seeing movies closer to the screen than the back. I like sitting in the back. I like going where my field of vision ends. You know? Maybe we should sit separately. No, I don't think so. That'd be weird. <laughs> you sit in the front, I sit all the way in the back. Like the time. I just like sitting in the back. I like seeing the whole thing. But like you can see the whole thing closer. I also like sitting so that I'm looking straight and I'm not arched up. Oh, no, I'm not arched up. No, 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 no. Like, I don't like looking up. All right, so. Like, what what was that movie we saw? We were like the second row back. I wanted, I wanted to eat a chip vertically. What movie was that? 
Because you got the wrong seeds. Remember that was you got the wrong seeds. Yeah. Um. All right. So right <laughs> was now, was that when we saw Bo was afraid? No, Bo was afraid. We were not in the second <laughs> row. We were in the back, and there That's weren't many see. people there. True fans out there, tell me which one it was. Yeah. Um. So. Like, the way I look at it is, so pretend like the space between the bookshelves is the screen, right? Sure. There's all this <clears> stuff <throat> in my field of view that isn't the screen. So if I go closer, it's just the screen. So if I stand where you are and I sit there, I don't see the bookshelves anymore. I just see the screen. And it's more immersive. I don't see an exit sign and, like, curtains. You just don't look at Why are you looking at those? Look at They're the in my field of view. You know what else is in my field of view right now? Me? Yes. All right, Lauren. So you like that movie? Yeah. I I thought it was good. I'd like to... So are we, are we done talking about our movies now? Yeah. Did you have any questions about me for my movie? I don't have any questions. You explained everything perfectly. Yeah. All right. We have a, a comment since last time. Woo! Like right after... Maybe like before we even did the last one someone mm-hmm. commented on an older movie no not an older movie an older episode which episode Bo's afraid oh uh, his name is benny ford hi benny ford he said in regards to our Bo's afraid review yeah he said you both are meaner to Bo than the characters in the movie are mean to him <laughs> you showing me this yeah so oh that was so funny i don't know if you've seen the movie because uh, i definitely did not uh, manipulate him or like no i didn't make him have sex with a woman and then kill the woman yeah but i mean i don't, I don't know we did tear him a new one in that but we were just he, talking nothing he wasn't already torn yeah we were just talking about bo's afraid on the discord we were. I forget why. Uh, Skyward posted something that Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, yeah. She said it was like a bad acid trip. Yeah. And then he asked if that was accurate. And I was like, I don't do drugs, but I could only imagine. Yeah. Um. So that's coming up again. I don't know. Like, the more I think about that movie, the more I just hate that I actually like spent three hours of my life watching it. Right? I hate that. If I had known it was three hours, I would have said, fuck no. Like, I it, didn't know it was that long. It created, we started looking at runtime. Yeah, we do. But like, it created like a rule that's like, if it's something that I, I'm not 100% sure that I might like, I don't want to yeah. see it for the podcast. I, don't wanna... I can't even think of the last time I saw a three hour long movie in a theater. Oppenheimer? That's two hours. Avatar. Avatar. But that's Avatar. That's Avatar. I'd watch it if it was five hours. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I love that, actually. Uh, <laughs> Give me the five-hour <laughs> Avatar five-hour Avatar cut? It's probably out there. <laughs> I like. don't think it has to exist. Um, but, but yeah, so, like, it, it, like, created a new rule for me where it's, like, if it's something I don't think I'm going to find an ounce of joy watching, mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch it for the podcast. Because I like to keep the... The good, yeah. It's called the good screen for a reason. So yeah, like, although having a bad screen every once in a while, I think uh, it gives people a better perspective on what we consider good screens. Yeah, it can't just be everything. It also reminds us. Yeah, it reminds us. Not, that every are, screen, not every screening can be a good screening. Like, we liked 80 for Brady, but we did not like Bo's Afraid. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, so that was our comment. Please leave a comment on our YouTube videos. Yeah. All right, Lauren, what is your screenless shout-out? Um, food review. 
No, that's not my screen. What? Shout out. That's a screen. Yeah. No, you were kind of talking like that. Okay, I was gonna have it be my guitar. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm constantly on the brink of giving it up, but I had. You just don't play it enough. I had a good lesson today, and my teacher gave me a really good pep talk. That's good. Um, and also told me that I should go buy a fun pedal if I'm getting bored with practicing so I could just fuck around with the pedal instead. And then I told you you should just play on the good amp. No, but he showed me, like, his fun pedals. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so my screenless shout-out is just reading. I kind of... <laughs> I alluded to this earlier. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Why do you think it's so funny? What's it's, so funny about me reading? It's so stupid. It's stupid? That, that's your shout out. I'm enjoying reading again. Just the inability to read. <laughs> <laughs> My screen shout out is reading books. <laughs> uh, I've been enjoying reading books again. Uh, they are nice to do to wind down the day. And um, it definitely cuts in, like I mentioned before, it's cutting into my good screen time. Other than today, where it really didn't. And um, I just really like a nice little book. A nice little mass market paperback, or as we call them, bathroom book. Bathroom book. Tear that shit open and start reading some pages in the middle of the work or whatever. Shh. I won't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Have you read Witch Hat Academia yet? I've read like Atelier. half of it. It's so good. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, I've also been reading recently. You've been reading manga. It doesn't count. Been... <laughs> We're getting a divorce. Yeah. Um, I've been reading a manga called Witch Hat Atelier. I don't think it's ever going to get an anime. I think you don't it's think like so? He's, I think he's one of those mangakas that doesn't want anime. Oh. Um. But it's it's really good. It's about um, some witches. Yeah, I like how they do the the spells. Yeah, they draw them. It's a really nice take. Yeah, it's a fresh take. It is a fresh take, mm-hmm. although it is kind of silly. Like I think it it's is, really goofy. It is a little silly. It's like when you uh, think about it too much. It's uh, all these silly. grand wizards and they have to draw something to like make well, uh, gets, shit. Hold on. It gets into it more later. Okay. About how. I'm not going to tell you. It gets into it more later. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've been reading it, but honestly, like, where it is, I have the first volume on my um Yeah, it's desk, just been sitting there for weeks. But, like, it's in a weird spot where, like, there's always something on top of it, and then you I just pick up the other book. Yeah, I can. I could do it's that. It's manga. You can read it in, like, an hour. Yeah. Well, I've been oddly busy at work. Mm. Yeah. I, uh, I guess maybe next paycheck, I might go get the next one if it's still at Barnes & Noble. Okay. When we were there last week, they had like all ten of them, and I was half tempted to just get all ten. Oh wow! Because uh, they... I knew I was going to get them all eventually. Yeah, and they never have those sales anymore. Well, they did have the sale, but it, it was for specific ones, like and this the... one wasn't included. Yeah. Okay. But I did use your five dollars. You? Yes, I, I got also... another five dollars recently. I used it. Again? Yeah. The second one? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, you used it when we were in the store together. Yeah. And then I got another one, and then you used it again. Yeah. What the fuck? 
I'm going to change my card number. That's your phone number. I'm going to take my phone number off of it and be like, someone just, else is using I'm my card. I'm going to give you 10 bucks. I mean, no. Get your own card. No, you already have it. It's under my name. Yeah. I'm your partner. So, all right. So, let me get I this straight. I know your phone number. I spent all this money at Barnes & Noble. And, and then you get my rewards. See, this is why I don't like their new reward system. So Barnes & Noble used to have like 10% off yeah. everything. And then they would have some things that were 20% off. Mm-hmm. Or they would have like a 20% off weekend. And it was awesome. Like everything you get, Starbucks there, anything, mm-hmm. was 10% to 20% off. And it was good. And sometimes they would mail you uh, even higher percentages off. And you'd mm-hmm. get like a book for half off, literally half off yeah. any time of the year you wanted. Now they changed it to like a loyalty program thing where it's like, oh, if you spend X amount of money, you get a $5 coupon. That's stupid. Yeah. That's like how at Wawa you spend $50 to get a free fountain drink. And I'm like, no. You even use my fountain drink at Wawa. What? You just do this, don't you? No! I didn't you, mean it. you made me get a fountain drink with my reward. Well, no, I didn't know. I didn't realize you had to spend so much. I thought it was just every time you get $5 now. No. <laughs> so the last three times it's, we went. It's every like $50 you spend. And I don't think I spent $50. Like it took me so long to get there too. because. Well, it, I think maybe because of the manga that I bought. Those, those were 50 bucks. That was $50? I got four of them. Wow. Okay. So, Lauren is a thief. I'll just Venmo you 10 bucks. <laughs> you got to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Get your own card. Just get your own card. That's as simple as to do it. Just sign up online, get your own card, and then you get your own little good boy points. I don't go as much as you. It doesn't matter. We just put it on the same and it stacks up faster. You just said you're about to buy five more volumes of that. That's another $5. You can have it. You'll use it. You can have it. You will use it. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's it for the good screen. I don't know if we'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) This is putting me over the edge. (laughs) Lauren's a thief. Never trust any women. And um, I guess that's it. Uh, For the next episode, we're going to do... We're not going to do something special. We're just going to go see a movie. (laughs) Okay. We could do 50. I want to do 50 live. Oh, you know what? I'm taking next Tuesday off. Oh, really? Yeah. For what? Oh, for your My grandparents? My grandparents are coming to town. They're uh, leaving that day, but we can go to a movie that night. Yeah, we could go see a movie that night. Yeah. Okay, cheap. Cheap night. Yeah, you'll pay for it because you spent $10 of my money. <laughs> I just want wanna... Our money. We have equal rights now, remember? It's our money. Oh, yeah, that's money. right. <laughs> well, no, that, technically that was my money. I spent the 50 bucks for it, though. Uh, I got the reward. I guess so. But you you specific... I remember when you used my first $5, you said, Oh, I'll just get you another $5 with this. No, I, it wasn't until after I said, I'm, I apologize. I should have never verified my email. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to you. I said, I'm sorry that I used the $5 without thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, you, and then you said... And then you said, oh, well, don't worry. I spent $50. You'll get another one. And then you spent it. I'll just go spend a few more. (laughs) 
just to be clear with everyone, I'm not mad at Lauren about this. I just think it's funny. <laughs> it is very funny. Lauren will get mad that I eat all the bread that I bought. No, <laughs> then we she'll have go. Then she'll go spend all my money. <laughs> but I'm not eating bread anymore. I haven't eaten bread in over a week. All right, so then I'm gonna go buy bagels. You're not gonna eat them. Yeah, I think I think it's been enough time. No, because you said that last time. I think it's actually been enough time. I've looked at that loaf of bread like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um, all right. So I just a few things at the end of the podcast. If anyone hasn't cringed their way out of this so far, <laughs> um, I want to do our fiftieth episode live streamed. Uh, it would be I'll announce it on a website or on the Discord or whatever. Okay. Uh, it'll be a week or so from now. I have the twenty second off. Okay, we'll figure that out later. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned for that. Also, related to live streaming, I'm going to try and stream on Twitch uh, twice a week. Twice a week? Twice a week. Playing what? Uh, I'm going to start with... Um, what if you did a reading live stream where it's just you me sitting reading there a reading? Book? Um, re- like reading fan fiction? <laughs> oh, that'd be good. What if you and Will did live fanfic readings? Uh, that'd be nice. Maybe one of the days of the week will be reading... Because, you no, know, I I'm love imagine, to read. No, imagine, like, a webcam just looking at you when you're reading. Oh. <laughs> no, no, not, like, aloud or anything? You're not even, like, looking at chat or anything or oh. interacting. You're just sitting there reading. That would be pretty good. Like, like... Because, like, I've watched Twitch streams of people just, like, knitting. That's... And so it's so that you can put it on while you're doing it, too. And it's, like, it's kind of like a mukbang, but knitting. What if you do that? A mukbang, but not insane. <laughs> not mentally ill. Yeah. What if you did mukbang but reading a book together? Okay. Well, I'll think about that. Uh, I was going to play... And then you also have one of the funny things going on in the background where it's like five hours of silence, but it's interrupted. Uh, a a, a interrupted metal pipe by... hitting the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's interrupted by a laugh track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that'd be pretty good. <laughs> uh, anyways, I was going to play Story Seasons. Okay. Or Rune Factory 3. Okay. What are you going to play? Uh, Cold- I was going to say Metal Gear. I meant Cold Steel. Uh, eventually, but I would not stream that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I'm going to play either one or the other. Um, so stay tuned for that. That'll be on Wednesday. So it'll be a day after this comes out. Wednesday, my dudes. Wednesday night, seven. Why are you looking at me? I don't yeah, know. seven o'clock. I'll be aware. Uh, Wednesday at seven and Fridays at seven. I'll be making That's... these kids do their chores. Okay, cool. You can, yeah. maybe you can be like, oh, I check out this Twitch streamer, guys. No, don't do that. No, I'm not gonna do that. that. That'd be weird. They already know you as my Minecraft boyfriend. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So Wednesdays and Fridays, I'm gonna try and stream for a little bit and see how it goes. Yeah. Okay. I think I changed my Twitch channel to Good Screen Gaming. Okay. I think I'm gonna change it back to my name. Good Screen Reading. Good Reading. Reading. Do you want to hear my? Uh, hold on. I'll wait until after the podcast to tell you my my uh, book club podcast name ideas. But I have one. I have one idea, and it's, is it it's, Reading Pennsylvania? No, no. <laughs> reading in Reading. <laughs> 
<laughs> That'd be pretty good. <laughs> That'd be so good. Reading, reading? <laughs> well, people who don't know it's pronounced reading, they say reading and reading. <laughs> Real people know. <laughs> um, no. Emma Shemelin knows. Yeah, we'll have him on. Yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing? That'd be weird. I'd tell him old fucking sucked, but Knock at the Cabin was like peak. It's very hit or miss with him. His one movie, it was like Twisted or something like that. Mm, I I forget the name, but that was amazing. Yeah. Um, Anyway. Yes. Twitch streaming Wednesdays and Fridays at 7. And we will see you next time. I forget where I was going with that. Yeah. Whoa, that got really weird at the end. Yeah, you got a really Let me redo that. <clears throat> All right, Lauren, why well, had a fun time doing the podcast with you. <laughs> now it's Even though I found out that you stole $10 from me. I didn't steal $10 from you. Uh... I'm just kidding. No, we're getting a divorce. <laughs> All right. Well, next time on the podcast, we'll watch a movie together and then we'll do it live and so stay tuned for that. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Do it live. One hundred. <laughs> and um, and so stay tuned for that. Fifty. We we should have been at fifty episodes a long time ago because yeah. of how we changed it biweekly. But we finally made it to fifty. So I'm steady. And the good news is we have a potential pathway to Lauren being available in the evening, so we can go back to doing it weekly. Which Thank is God. Me just changing my shift. Her shift is going to change potentially. Maybe not for a little while. Yeah, but I'm so excited for it. It'll change my life. It'll also <laughs> change my life, and I'll have to go back to like getting <clears throat> up at like 4 a.m. So excited. Me too. I'll do it too. <laughs> Are you making eye contact? I'm with so excited. Life? I'm so excited for you, Lauren. And then I'll be able to like go to the gym after work, like I always want to, but never am able to. And I'll be able to go to Barnes and Noble with Lauren and tell her not to spend my five dollars. We can go to the grocery store. I mean, yeah, we can we do can everything go see together. Movies on Tuesday, life will be back. Oh my to god, normal. life will be normal. The podcast that we'll start doing my two episodes a week again. My sleep schedule will be fucking hell for a while. Yeah, I'm used to going to bed at two a.m. now. I'm gonna have to like get melatonin or something so I can go to bed at eight. Yeah, well, speaking of that, it's time for me to go to bed. So, uh, thank you everyone for watching, and uh, have a good day. Bye! Bye!